Welcome to Today on Broadway for Tuesday, October 10th, 2017. I'm Broadway World's Matt Tamanini. And I am Broadway star James Marino. What are you laughing about already? I just introduced my name. <laughs> I was just thinking about some criticism I got today. Uh, that that I, I wasn't chipper enough. They thought I was down. And so I, I, I just came, it popped into my head, and so I started to laugh. Sorry. Well, that's good. Laughing means chipper, so that's good. Um, uh, unfortunately, though, today, James, we don't have a ton of news because of the Columbus Day slash Indigenous Peoples holiday. There wasn't a ton going on in the Broadway sphere of influence. There were no grosses yesterday, so we'll have those on tomorrow's show. So it's a little bit slow, um, but we do have some things we want to talk about. But before we get to that, James, tomorrow I will be doing the show alone because I'm going to see a movie on uh, Tuesday night, and then we can't get our schedules together so tomorrow's show will be just me i believe right is that right uh, uh you know the yeah, wednesday's calendar. show so today's monday but we're recording tuesday's show but tomorrow's tuesday's show so we're recording wednesday that's right wednesday i won't be yes. there gotcha all right good glad we got that straightened out yes and, it's... and did it in a chipper manner Yes, and, uh, you know, I figured today was a very slow day because it's a, just a typical October here in New York where everybody went to the beach. <laughs> Global warming, man. Not a real thing. <laughs> fake news. <laughs> fake news. I invented I, the word fake. It's like super humid and hot here in New York, although it was crummy and rainy, but I'm sure somebody went to the beach because it was so warm today. Hey, hey, James. Yeah. James, I, I don't want to hear it. <laughs> this is true. All right. First up in the news, casting shakeup at Steve Martin's meteor shower. Yeah, James, in a surprise announcement yesterday evening, the producers of the upcoming Broadway premiere of Steve Martin's play Meteor Shower announced that even though rehearsals have already started, the previously announced Alan Tudyk has been re has been replaced by Tony nominee Jeremy Shamos in the role of Norm. That's interesting. Here's something more interesting. Tudyk reportedly left the production due to, quote, creative differences. Dun, dun, dun. Uh, Shamos will join comedy icons Amy Schumer and Keegan-Michael Key, as well as, in my mind, a comedy icon, Tony winner Laura Benanti. Performances begin on November 1st with an official opening on the 29th of the month. Now, James, you know as well as I do that just because this was announced yesterday doesn't mean that it was just decided yesterday. So for all we know, Shamos could have been in rehearsals all along. But between these quote-unquote creative differences and Betsy Wolf's quote-unquote scheduling difficulties, there's been a rash of unexplained euphemisms thrown around for performers being replaced in Broadway shows recently. I think the grammar cops are going to get us for that. Unexplained euphemisms? I think the euphemism is the unexplained excuse. Oh, no, a euphemism is when you take something that's bad and put it into less bad terms. We just haven't really gotten the explanation as to what is being less batted? There's the grammar police going to get me on less batted. <laughs> yeah, but I, you know, all I'm saying is, is that we're throwing around these terms that say creative differences and scheduling difficulties, but we're not actually being told what the creative differences or the scheduling difficulties are, leading some with a conspiratorial mindset who might say that maybe there aren't really scheduling difficulties or creative differences. Maybe, perhaps, people were just fired. I, hmm. I, I mean, I don't... Mm. Well, you know who's excited about this? 
uh, our friend Lisa Goldberg. Lisa Goldberg, that's right. Shamos. Yeah, she's a, she's a, Shamos is a Lisa Goldberg client. I've already talked to Lisa about this. She jumped in on a conversation I was having on Twitter with somebody else, and she just said, Shamos is fantastic. That's all you need to know. Okay, fair enough. Thank you, Lisa. (laughs) Press reps. You gotta love press reps. Oh, man. They're like ministers. So, um, (laughs) see, I took something from before and I used it now. Yeah. All right. So uh, what else can we say about this? Anything? I I don't think there's anything else to say at this point. So Alan Tudyk, did he do the West Coast Meteor Shower? No, he has not done either of the two previous productions, uh, the one in California and one at Long Wharf. Um, He hasn't done either of those. So he's new to it um, and apparently no longer in it. But yeah, I don't think this is really going to impact the show whatsoever i mean in the list of the four stars of the show he is fourth um and and that's no not any slight on him because i've said before how much i love alan tudyk um his his pirate character in dodgeball is iconic um but you know when you've got amy schumer and keegan michael key and laura benanti those are all big time stars um they also did um Speaking of, of of Lisa Goldberg, she said yesterday that uh, Kate Reinders from the original cast of, of Something Rotten had joined the production as well. So I'm assuming she'll be a, a, an understudy standby cover of some sort uh, or another. No official release has been made about that yet, but I think Kate also mentioned it on her Instagram as well yesterday. I feel bad for the guy who played the role before Tudyk. <laughs> a couple people, so uh, yeah. yeah. Oh, well, it happens. All right, critics weigh in on Paper Mill's The Honeymooners. Uh, yeah, James. Paper Mill Playhouse's world premiere production of The Honeymooners officially opened on Sunday night, and the first batch of reviews are out. And it's uh, looking a little rough. <laughs> Directed by Tony winner John Rando, the show features a book by Dusty K and Bill Nuss, music by Stephen Weiner, and lyrics by Peter Mills. And it's obviously based on the iconic 1970s TV show. Leading the production are Tony winner Michael McGraw as Ralph 19, Cramp. Did you say 1970s? Uh, if I did, I didn't mean to. I meant 50s. Oh, okay. Because, yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. I didn't mean to jump it's in there. It's been in syndication. You know, whatever. Anyway, um, Michael Mastro as Ed Norton, Leslie Kritzer as Alice Cramden, and Tony nominee Laura Bell Bundy as Trixie Norton. The show is currently scheduled to play in Milburn, New Jersey through October 29th. And the thought was, James, that with a cast like this, if the show did well out of town, it could make a quick trip to Broadway this spring. However, as I alluded to, based on these reviews, I don't anticipate that being a good idea. Not that good ideas really determine what does and doesn't show up on Broadway, so maybe it is going to show up anyway. But the reviews were not promising. Joe Dominowitz of the New York Daily News said, quote, Like McGraw, who's reportedly wearing a fat suit, the show is uncomfortably wedged into one as well. The musical feel or the musical keeps grafting concepts into a simple idea that would have resolved itself in 22 minutes, including a weirdly bloated and busy production number that's led by Trixie that's not even half as funny or winning as it thinks it is. 
Ouch. Matt Wendman of AM New York wrote similarly, quote, Whereas the original episodes had speed, unpredictability, and grit, the musical is sappy and sanitized, resembling a two-and-a-half-hour Valentine to a half-hour sitcom, depending heavily on sentimental romance and bromance, plus shout-outs to classic moments and contemporary fads for easy laughs. Variety's Frank Rizzo weighed in, saying, quote, Even those who are favorably inclined toward nostalgic recreations of beloved TV shows will find their affections tested in The Honeymooners, the lumbering scattershot musical premiering at the Paper Mill Playhouse. He continues, quote, The plot is convoluted, padded, and eventually tiresome as the show clocks in at more than two and a half hours. Kay and Nuss, the writers I mentioned earlier, earlier uh, not so deftly stuff catchphrase dialogue and iconography from the series into the scenes, eliciting applause from Royal Cramdenites and the audience. Other appropriations include some how-to-succeed bits that don't. But most problematic is the careless, awkward writing. Finally, Frank Sheck of The Hollywood Reporter wrote, quote, Whether you're old enough to have seen them when they first aired or grew up watching the reruns that have become a television staple, everyone loves The Honeymooners. And if you watch one of the shows today, the comedy still holds up. But here's the thing. The shows were only a half hour long. That, unfortunately, is not the case with the new musical version receiving its world premiere at New Jersey's Paper Mill Playhouse. Running two hours and 40 minutes, this bloated extravaganza feels like a Madame Tussauds exhibit come to sputtering life. Now, James, part of me is surprised by this, and part of me really isn't. The show has been in the works for a long time, gone through various readings and developmental process things, and it's obviously attracted a top-notch cast. So you would think that that would indicate in some form or another that there was something substantive there. However, it's a musical based on The Honeymooners. I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, James, but has there ever been a great, even a good musical based on a sitcom? Or, I mean, for that matter, even any TV show. Um, you know, Jen and I talk on something like a pop about how sitcoms are the hardest things to get right on TV because it's all about the personalities involved and the environment created inside the world of the show. And they're often standalone without any serialized stuff. So this just never seemed like it would be a natural thing to translate to the stage. And apparently the writers haven't figured that out yet either. Yeah, I mean, there's uh, this formula, the two couples, friends, do things together, shenanigans, but it, it always wraps up in 22 minutes, and it's a long skit, so I'm not sure. I mean, I would more likely take a shot at the Flintstones than the Honeymooners. Which is it's pretty much the same show, I mean. Yeah, pretty much, but, you know. If one was a cartoon in prehistoric times, then you throw in the Jetsons, and it's pretty much the same thing anyway. Yeah, exactly. With dinosaurs. So. <laughs> yeah. All right. So next up, the Broadway League announces Broadway Bridges to send students to the theater. Yeah, James, this is really, really awesome. Yesterday, the Broadway League, with the support of the New York City Department of Education announced that it is launching the first full year of Broadway Bridges, a program aimed at giving every New York City public high school student the opportunity to see a Broadway show before graduation. The Broadway Bridges program is offered to public high schools in all five boroughs and was developed by a group of leading commercial and nonprofit industry professionals to build on the significant work the Broadway community already does in bringing New York City students to Broadway. As we know, a lot of nonprofit 
nonprofits like Lincoln Center and MTC and Roundabout and TDF already do a lot of programs like this, as do commercial producers and productions like the extremely well-known Eduham program. Broadway Bridges, however, is going to offer high schools $10 Broadway tickets for their 10th grade students. The tickets are purchased based on availability and are timed to coincide with the demands of the school calendar. In the fall cycle, participating shows will include A Bronx Tale, Aladdin, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, Kinky Boots, Miss Saigon, The Band's Visit, The Lion King, and The Phantom of the Opera. Broadway Bridges anticipates bringing 7,500 10th grade students to a show in the 2017-2018 Broadway season and increasing that attendance number to 17,500 the following season for a total of 25,000 through the end of 2019. So James, this is a pretty awesome program, and I'm I'm very proud of the Broadway League and everybody involved to uh, to take this proactive step. I'm glad they finally, uh, years later, got behind uh, what Damien Bazadona over at Situation was uh, has mm-hmm. been doing and working on, and uh, Lin Manuel Miranda. So uh, it's good to see the uh, Broadway League taking a uh, follower position. Ouch! That was, re- that was that was almost as painful as the Honeymooners reviews. <laughs> All right, the Book of Mormon shares Broadway rehearsal video. Yeah, James, this is just a nice little thing to start your week, as that's kind of what Book of Mormon mentioned in their tweet yesterday. But uh, it's really incredible. It's footage from I don't know if it's a um, if it was a press thing or if it was from just a rehearsal with a little bit of an audience. But it looks like fairly close to whenever they opened on Broadway. It was from 2011. It's Andrew Reynolds and Josh Gad doing the scene in the Book of Mormon when they finally make it uh, to Uganda. Uh, You can see Nikki M. James in the back of it. It's uh, very cool, very fun to see one, how far both of these two leading men have come in their careers since then, both doing a lot of TV and movies as well as um, Andrew Reynolds has continued to do a lot on stage as well. Um, But this show really, I think for a lot of people, has changed what they think of a, a, you know, a Broadway musical can be. And so to see this rehearsal video, I I was very much excited to see it. I'm someone who, when I was actively involved in theater, I always enjoyed the rehearsal process more than the performances. So this is kind of a cool way to see behind the scenes and get a little piece of that. Cool. All right. Why don't you get us out of here? All right. Thanks for listening to Today on Broadway. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter at Broadway Radio. And you can find me on Twitter at BWWMatt and subscribe to Mega Pop on iTunes, Stitcher, or Google Play. And my name is James Marino from BroadwayRadio.com and BroadwayStars.com. Thanks for spending some of your Tuesday with us. Matt will take you through Wednesday, and I'll be back on Thursday. So we'll speak to you then. Mm-hmm.